Game Show with producer Matt Walker, producer of the Nighttime Show on the live improv Nighttime Show. And we have Dan Doot with Bajillion Dollar Properties. And he wrote an upcoming project. It's a movie. It's an amazing movie. Public disturbance. He was on Kicking It. And your pretty face is going to hell. My name is Robbie. I'm the host guy for today. Or, well, no, no. Like, I'm the intro guy for the day. And then your host, your host, your amazing, awesome host, Steven Kramer Glickman. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm gonna die. It can only go up from there. <laughs> Mike Black just lost his job. Wow! Yeah, no, Robbie, you you got the job, pal. If, this, if that was the audition for you to be the new guy, those we, sp- we've never had an intro quite like that. that oh was... Christ! What an announcement! <laughs> so glad that it was saved for me. Yeah, really, really. We do what this every, every once in a while, Dan. We let Robbie. Take over for Mike. Is this like a community service thing? <laughs> give, ba- give back to the community. He just burns down whatever progress. I'm just kidding, buddy. I'm so happy that you're here. I liked it. It was the, the authenticity of it. It seemed like you were very excited. I, I am very excited. Robbie yeah. is very excited. Yeah, he's yeah. a very excitable gentleman. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I call you a gentleman, but well, that's what my handler tells me at least. Did your handler? Yeah, my handler. What What does that mean, buddy? Oh, uh, it was a, it was a bad joke. I liked it. It meant a dog handler. I'm going to yes and yeah, yeah. I'll yes and that at the improv. Sure. Here we go. Yeah. Yes and that. Yeah. Okay, you're on this show. You're on this uh, this huge, huge... This is a... It's huge, people. It's a huge, huge show. Huge. Huge. Huge show. It's huge. huge okay? Um, bajillion Dollar Properties. I've watched the show. It's fucking hysterical. Thank you. If you haven't seen it, if you are missing it, don't miss it. It is in its uh, second season right now. Second season comes out, I think, tomorrow? Woo! Yeah. And you can binge it on CISO.com. Oh, my God. So for people that don't know, tell tell us a little bit about CISO. So CISO, I fucking explained this so many times. I'm this sure is you great. Do, but no, you don't have to you're like CISO. No. I swear, it's about- I should have like a card that mm-hmm. just like says what it is. But it's basically NBC's version of Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Um, is the best way to describe it. It's uh, I think two ninety nine or three ninety nine a month, mm-hmm. and uh, it's got amazing shows that are getting a lot of. Doug Stanhope's latest comedy special. Yes, yeah. Michael Ian Black has a new show mm-hmm. on there. Awesome well. comedy specials, um, and their original content is is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, our show, I think, it, I, our show is my favorite show that I've ever worked on ever. It's so funny. Um, it's basically a parody on Million Dollar Listing, and uh, it's uh, the producers are. Uh, the guys who did Reno 911 mm-hmm. and Comedy right. Bang Bang, and it's like it's basically Reno 911 brought back for real estate, and it's fucking it's a dream. Oh, well, that's awesome. What's the deal with the? I mean, is it a um, mostly improvised show, or is there a lot of uh, script? Is there uh, like a light script or very light light script? Uh, just telling you know, it's the scenes are basically like, hey, you have to somehow get this guy to sign a contract by the end of the scene. Mm-hmm. Go, so and then we go with that. Amazing. It's and we'll shoot like fifteen minute scenes and just whittle it down. But it's like it's you get to do so much fucking improv. It's great. It's great because you don't have to memorize lines. First of all. <laughs> oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. Well, how how long did it take for these guys to find a home for the show? Was it a kind of a did they decide to do it at CISO right away or or how did no that come about? Uh, from I might I might butcher this a little bit, but from what I uh, have heard. They had this show. This is what's so crazy is like the people that they had behind this show. Again, it was like Scott Ackerman, um, Kulab Valesak, Tom Lennon, Ben Garant, like oh heavy hitters. These are heavy hitters. Heavy guys. hitters. Yeah. And they put together this amazing pitch and they went to, uh, I think they went to Comedy Central first. Comedy Central uh, said, we'll pay for um, like a, a, to do a five minute teaser thing so we could see what it looks like. Sure. They went to IFC. IFC said, we'll, we'll give you a pilot. You can do a pilot. They went to CISO. CISO was like, we'll give you two seasons. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So they were like, fuck it. Let's do it. And Hell yeah. With, I mean, that's the cool thing about a young network is like, like this is that they're going to take chances. Absolutely. And right away, it was like, boom, 16 episodes. Well, I think Damn. The, crazy, right? The networks That's are putting amazing. a lot of effort into these streaming networks now. Because, I mean, CBS, the new Star Trek show is going to be an internet exclusive. Like, it's really? just going to be on yep. CBS streaming. Like, that's... Eliza Schlesinger has a show called Forever 31, which is 
very funny, and that's on mm-hmm. uh, a. I think it's ABC. Oh, is it ABC Four? Four. Yeah, but it's like it's dirty. Like there's a lot of language and stuff, but it's only yeah. for inter- it's internet only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really, I really think that's such an interesting um, way that things are moving. I really. It like just it. seems like so obviously the future, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, then the really cool thing about it is they they gave you two seasons, and it usually takes at least one season to get all the kinks worked out. Yeah. Yeah. To, to yeah. kind of build that kind of repertoire. Yeah, it's an amazing trust that they put in that. And fucking... Robbie knows kinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the nighttime show! Back to Robbie! Oh, wait, and then the producer of the show, and he wrote a movie that uh, I think... <laughs> He's the best guy! <laughs> He's the best guy, very nice guy! <laughs> Listen, I just had my brains fucked out. What can I say? Oh, wow, wow Today? Now? Recently? Is that I get it. When? Recently. How long ago? Oh, wow. Matt is really interested in my sex life. I am. I'm, f- I'm fascinated. <laughs> I'm fascinated that somebody will fuck Robbie. Oh, I got to know about this. <laughs> Robbie, I think you're very fuckable. <laughs> I will yes and your sex life. Well, I don't know if you want to Who do that. Who paid you this time, Robbie? <laughs> We, we talked about the Uber driver guy. Do we really guy. want to go down? No, there? I want to go down. <laughs> Wait, go you had sex with an Uber driver? No, uh, a guy who looked like an Uber driver. That's a, he lost you. his virginity. His <laughs> anal virginity was lost to a really? man who looked like an Uber driver. Is that true? The Middle Eastern guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, okay. That's what's <laughs> a real thing. As a Middle Eastern man, I like being described <laughs> as looked like an Uber driver. <laughs> if you heard the rest of the description. Yeah, no, that's good. Was it an Uber driver? No, it looked like an Uber driver. You know, he's Middle Eastern. Oh, sorry. Do you not see my fucking eyebrows? Oh, no. Oh, Matt. You're making and bad choices. He looks like an Uber driver. I, I don't know. It. Well, we saw a picture. Yeah. And uh, he may have been an Uber driver. He actually we don't may, know. In real life. We don't know I mean, anyone from the Middle East may have been an Uber <laughs> driver. But the thing that I learned, <laughs> the thing that fascinates oh, me, because I'd God. never heard this before, after Robbie uh, was enjoyed by this man, he went to his freezer, pulled out an ice pack, brought it over, and put it on his ass. Is that so? It was very mm-hmm. loving. It was very nice. It was very... Like, I didn't know that was a thing that people wow. did, though. It was also very hot out that day. So, yeah, <laughs> it was normal. in the middle of summer. It was like yeah, June or something. Summer. Yeah. yeah that's June. also presumptuous. Like, yeah. my dick is so big, it's going to hurt your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Here's here the ass ice pack. I, it's shaped like an ass cheek. It's like, oh, this fits God. inside. Well, it yeah. was my first time, and he knew it was my first time. Yeah. So I guess he was prepared. He should have made like an ice yeah. dildo that's, to stick in afterwards. Oh, whoa, hey. Yeah. Come on now. We don't say ice on that show. <laughs> Wait, so that's we have a, a sponsor. Uh, we do actually. Yeah. Heat, yeah. heat, <laughs> hot dildos. Sponsored, sponsored by icy hot. hot. Di- sponsored by hot dildos. It's a whole different, yeah, whole different show. So, so Robbie, who? How long ago was it? Uh, it was about four or five days ago. Okay. Whoa, really? Wow. And uh, have you seen this guy before? Or was this, uh, this your new, first time? Oh, the guy. new one, not the, the first guy. time. The new okay. one. Uh, now, he's, was... now he's just an old, uh, yeah, just an old whore. No, yeah, okay, thank. I, w- I was appreciate. He... <laughs> I have a lot of catching up to do. Goddamn it! Was was he a grinder date? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, what did he look like? Was he hot? He like he was he was an older guy. Okay. He well, was... I think you kind of like that, right? That's your thing. Well, I mean, like you know, late thirties. That's a good age for me. I think. Okay. You know, I, I think Ugh, that, that's late thirties. Late thirties. Older. Guy. I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> We're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> oh yeah, he was a gross old weirdo. <laughs> what do you look like? Oh my god. <laughs> he was like, I guess, kind of like mix of white and Hispanic. He had like frosted tips, but he was like yeah, way frosted too. Tip. Was a guy from <laughs> I don't know. Like, he was like way too old. Like, he was like old, but like trying to be young and gay old kind of thing. You know what I mean? Did he make oh. you a quiche afterwards? Because yeah. that might have been Guy Fieri. Oh, um, no, but I would, I would do, I would totally do Guy Fieri. Would you really? I would. Have you no oh. standards? I, hold up, I love food. I do too, but yeah. I would never let you, guy, a female Guy Fieri, fuck me. Would, you wouldn't fuck Anne Burrell. You would. I'd fuck Anne Burrell. Would you? Eat <laughs> you totally would. I'd take it back. I didn't <laughs> yeah, think about it like would that. Would you eat out Paula Dean for her some for <sighs> some fried chicken? Ooh. Mm. For her fried chicken. For her fried. She chicken. fried you chicken, and you you had to eat her out to eat the and chicken afterwards. To, yeah, I think I, I. She has a restaurant. There's a storefront. I can pay you just five go bucks. Buy it. Yeah, I think I, I, think I can yeah. pay five bucks for her chicken. I, yeah, I'd probably rather uh, do that. That seems. Oh, yeah, a lot of the Food Network women are, are like Giada De, De Laurentiis is gorgeous. Yes, she's ridiculous. You know, so this is interesting. I'm actually engaged to a chef. Like no, a, you're not. Yeah, like are a, you like really? a real professional chef. Like a and like a TV personality, a chef. Really, really? Yeah, she has a show on CBS called Recipe Rehab. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, I watch tons the, of cooking shows. Do you really? Yeah, 
Me too. Um, Mostly but, recipe rehab, like you sit at home and just watch it. Like, yeah. Say, hey, check do you out. Wa- do you watch her on? Do you watch her show? <laughs> yeah, I've, of course. Yeah, I've seen it a bunch. Has, it's a great has show. she ever caught you watching your show? That <laughs> happens to me sometimes. I mean, I'm the loser. Who's like, it's starting now. Come yeah. on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. get in here, pay attention to me. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. that to my yeah. girlfriend constantly. <laughs> watch me on the TV now. She's <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. I've been doing all the dishes. But you're so streaming. You can watch you it whenever. You don't have to. Yes, have, exactly. You have to be like, hurry up, sit down. Like you. No, but when I when when I press yeah. play and it goes through the commercials, oh. she better be there. Yeah, yeah, she better be there. Do you she think she'd get jealous there. if she caught you watching another girl's cooking show? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say if, if she caught you <laughs> if you caught you eating out uh, <laughs> Paula Dean. Paula Dean. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I'm trying to be PG here. <laughs> we just talked about late. you getting your fucking it's too ass iced. Too late, Robbie. Yeah, just buddy. a little bit. The it's, <laughs> it's not happening. You're it's, at, it's okay. Yeah. The TVMA. Yeah, like if she sees you watching Cutthroat Kitchen, like does she get mad or? No, she's cool with that. I mean, I, you know, I don't watch a lot of the shows, the cooking shows, as much as I used mm-hmm. to. I feel like they've gone off the deep end. Oh, well, a lot, the know? Food Network ones are all competitions now, unless yeah. it's the weekends. The PBS ones are the instructional ones. Those are the good ones. Well, did oh. you? No, wait, hang she on. She was second. on. So we were. She, she was on Beat Bobby Flay though, and we. Oh went, yeah. We went to New York to film it. It was such a fucking awful experience. What? Really? Yeah, just like those food competition shows are like ridiculous because it's like uh you know it's like you know you lost mm-hmm. right and then afterwards they make you do the like uh the what is it called um like the kind of, wraparounds and the yes, intros exactly and the yeah. intros and middles and the this and that and they're like you lost the contest you're pissed and then they're like okay so uh, just pretend like you're excited about the pretend key, like you just got it <laughs> And and they're like, oh, oh, I can't wait! And like, it was just like this gut wrenching, awful experience. Yeah. It was, it was really. What did she have to cook against Bobby? She cooked. Um, uh, I think it was tofu was the ingredient. Mm-hmm. Um, she made some sort yeah. of foam. I mean, tofu. just getting on that show was a big accomplishment, yeah, though. Totally. Like that's like a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. Did you no, know that she was, Did you know that she was a professional chef when you asked her? I out did. I did. Well, my friend uh, set me up with her. Oh. Um and I knew that she was a chef uh and uh yeah, it's funny cuz she's actually she's Seth MacFarlane's private chef. No. Nice. Way. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm like I'm gonna do an open mic tonight. She's like, great! I'm gonna go to my boss, who's the most successful man in your career. Yeah, <laughs> <Nice>. yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, hey! Real quick thing before we continue, uh, you know, um, it's such a great, it's so great having such wonderful guests on the show. But I really, you know, um, uh, want to take a second away from talking to our guests to just talk about. Uh, something really cool that just happened. I just had a fireball moment, Mike. I don't know if you. Oh, that's great! Another yeah. fireball moment. Yeah, that's great. just just recently, I, you know, I've been having these, uh, and they're just fantastic. They're, you know, just crazy stuff happens. Yeah, like sometimes you drink fireball whiskey. When you drink fireball whiskey, everything just gets heightened. We have a lot of fun. You know, mm-hmm. when we do the nighttime show, we give away, you know, uh, you know, fireball whiskey to the first hundred people that show up to mm-hmm. our show, and uh, everybody has such a great time. So after the last nighttime show, I had had a couple shots of fireball mm-hmm. whiskey, and I'm. I'm wandering down the street uh, on down Melrose, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm having a really uh, a really nice time, just kind of wandering. And it's not it's late. It was late. You know, cars are kind of zipping by, and I'm just you know it's L A. L A. Baby. You know, I'm, I'm, I've had a couple of drinks, so I decided to call Uber, and I'm sitting there waiting on the side of the street for my Uber to come. And uh, instead of an Uber, um, a, P- a Pegasus showed up. A Pegasus, a yeah. winged Pegasus, a winged Pegasus, a winged. Is it winged or winged? winged. Was, was that your winged? Uber, like you were gonna ride winged. it home? Are you saying winged or winged? Winged. Winged Pegasus, Pegasus. arrives. It's all white and glittery. Mm-hmm. It's got these gorgeous wings. Sure. And I and I was like, uh, Hey, I called for I called for an Uber, but are you that funny guy from TV? Hey. You're yeah. the funny guy from TV. Wow. Hey, it's so it's so great to meet you, Pegasus. How cool. Oh, we've met before. We have? We've always known each other, but I only come out when it's fun. Oh, wow. Well, I'm having fun. Are you having fun? Oh, we're going to have even more fun. You want to drink some Fireball whiskey with me, Pegasus? Fireball is in my heart. Yay. Yes. Yes. I'm opening up. Ah, pour it down my throat. There you go. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Yes, it's so good. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. I love it. I love it. Oh, oh, yeah. 
Wow, this is amazing. Hey, do you no, want? No, Uber, let's can, fly. Can, do you mind let's if I get fly. on your back and I fly with you? Yeah, let's fly to the Pacific Ocean. Oh well, I gotta go to Hollywood, but okay. I get on. I got. I got on the. I got on the. Uh, I got on the Pegasus, and uh, and um, I was too. I was too fat. <laughs> However, I gotta I gotta say, super nice, mm-hmm. way nicer than. Sounded very pleasant. Yeah, it, it sounded was, like he really enjoyed the Fireball whiskey. He yeah. really did. He had a really great time with the Fireball whiskey, and like almost an unsettling amount of enjoyment. Do you feel yeah. bad about putting him in the Pegasus Hospital? Um, I well, I felt to sit on him. I felt like a little bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he's you know he was a really he was real sweet and um. You know, I made a new friend, and that's yeah. what Fireball Whiskey is all about, is sometimes Absolutely. you make a new friend. Mm-hmm. When you go out at night, have some shots of Fireball Whiskey, you never know what's going to happen, uh, because you, you may just have a Fireball moment. A Fireball moment is a great moment. All right, back to the show. I know an actress. Um, I don't know if I... Should I say who it is? Yes. All right, so Ashley Green from Twilight. Oh, okay, yeah. The, the Ashley Green yeah. actress. Uh, she went out with Seth MacFarlane, uh-huh. um, and on the uh, they they hooked up. They had a little nice time together. Yeah. And then, uh, but like a day or two into spending time together, mm-hmm. um, she said to him, uh, what's like with your whole like cartoon thing? I don't get it. Oh my <laughs> he goes, he goes, what do you, what do you mean? And she goes like your house, it's like covered in like drawings and stuff. Like, are you like really into cartoons? Oh my God. And he goes, well, I have a cartoon. And she goes, what do you mean? And he goes, uh, like I created family guy. That's my show. And she goes, Oh, and he goes, why did you not, did you not know that that's, who I am that that's what I do and she goes no I kind of thought she should have he should have like married her yeah. like you love me for me yeah, <laughs> no she was like I thought you were like a magician or something <laughs> oh. because you were wearing a tuxedo when we met oh, oh my god yes that's as like, magicians what? do right and they, like they met in like an office somewhere where people wouldn't normally be wearing a tuxedo and he was wearing a tuxedo oh at the time god. and she was like she just figured magician or you know that dignitary undertaker i don't know undertaker yeah something <laughs> wow. she, yeah. Has, she, she has to work on her on her sleuthing skills she didn't yeah. do any sleuth she's not a big sleuther she's not a big like well, she doesn't her, cr- her critical thinking just to see tuxedo and automatically think oh it's gotta magician. be a magician yeah. look hey. at the oscars it's a room full of magicians <laughs> yeah, and there's a getting lot of awards magicians here. <laughs> that's hysterical although in her defense the last person i saw in a tuxedo was a magician Really, <laughs> Rob Zabrecki. Oh yeah, he did wear him. Uh, he's yeah. Very, yeah, very good magician. Hmm. Uh, you were just on the show, uh, Mary and Jane. Yes. How was that? That's a that's a new MTV. Is that MTV? It's an MTV show. Yeah. That's an MTV show about uh, smoking weed. That was that's the one. You know See, what? That's a weird thing to me. Back in the day, right. MTV used to censor Snoop Dogg's "Gin and Juice," and they'd say like uh, "Rolling Down the Street." Instead of saying smoking Indo, they'd say smoking smoking was the stupid lyric they put in there so they could play Gin and Juice the video. Now they have a, a show produced by Snoop Dogg yeah. about selling weed on their channel. Yeah. yeah. Matt, what's it like to be so old? <laughs> you remember when MTV- I'm so old, Robbie wouldn't even fuck me. That's, That's how old I am. Yeah, you're definitely too old for him. Do you remember when MTV used to play music videos? I- yes. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. All right, let's skip this one. This is um, the night. <laughs> no. Scout Durwood, who's on the show, yes. is a good friend, and she's, she's hilarious. Ab- very funny. Is that a scripted show? That's a scripted show. Yeah. Wow. I had a I had I had an interesting experience with that one. Though. How was it? And I haven't really spoken about this, but uh, it's a safe space. Mm-hmm. You guys safe. have anal ice yeah. here. Yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> Say we'll get you an ice pack if you need one. Well, I don't. You look. It was something that happens a lot in our business. What's your what? What is the core audience here? Are they going to give a shit about this? This is a grown up, okay, bunch of. Yeah. Well, just to quickly, so when I got cast in it, I got cast as a series regular, mm-hmm. which means that you're in a permanent fixture in the yeah. show. Yeah, okay, it means you're getting a shit ton of money. Yeah. Um, and we shot the pilot, and then it got picked up, and uh, this happens a lot where it gets picked up, and then they're like, "Okay, we're going to reduce you to recurring." Yeah. You do basically just as many episodes, minus one or two, whatever it makes it legal, and we get to pay you, I'd say, one-tenth of what we were going to pay you. 
What a bunch of wow. shit. Yeah. It's a thing that happens a lot. And again, I don't fault the I don't fault the producers. I don't I, I don't want to fault anyone because everyone who yeah. is fantastic who works on it. But it's just a shitty thing that happens a lot lately now because people are like, well, they're actors, so they have to do it. And so I I wouldn't do it. And they'd written all the other like the ep- episodes, and I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not gonna do this. Like, cause it's happened a bunch to me in the past too. And I was just like, fuck, I, 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 it was like my, I, I, I've had enough. Yeah, no way. <laughs> yeah. I get to the stand. So it's really weird. Cause when you, I'm, I'm, if you watch the pilot, I'm sort of like the villain in the show and then you don't see me again. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. I just had, I just had a thing at, cause I was at Nickelodeon for like five years. Yes. Um, I just made a rule this year that I won't audition for, uh, a role on a Nickelodeon show, unless it's a series regular, I just won't audition for the show. Like well, if animated, yeah. different story. I'll audition for anything. But live action, unless it's a series regular job, I'm not auditioning for the show. Well, and I think it's yeah. like I'm like offer only. I did the show. I did a show with you guys for five years. It only ended yeah. like three years. You ago. You know what you're gonna get if you want me. Just go and go on and turn on your TV and watch me do the thing right. that I do. That you're trying to decide whether or not I can accomplish. It's like yeah. It's and true. and it's it, I've lost I've lost out on like three jobs because of it, which sucks. I get it, but it's like whatever, man. I don't want to fucking. I've also gone in and auditioned, uh, and been like, you know, they you know they kind of fuck you and they throw you around a little bit, and then they're like, oh nope, not interested, and you're like, yeah, oh that hurts my feelings a bunch. It's not worth it. I get it, man. And look, I think because I my first big acting job was on a Disney show, mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Uh, you know, man, it's fucking tough. And it is. they and they and you know, like I think Disney and Nickelodeon have the luxury of almost whatever they put on the air is gonna do well because yeah, sure. kids are gonna watch that. Yeah. So if you don't wanna do something, they're like, Well, that's fine. We got twenty other people that'll do it for half the price. Right. Yeah. So it's not even a negotiation with them. For me, it wasn't. What show were you on? I was on a show called Kicking It, which was like the highest rated show on Disney XD. Yeah. Okay. That was um, a huge, huge yeah, show. It was huge. And yeah. um but again, that Sorry, like I didn't I didn't watch that one. Uh, you know, I I, I, <laughs> I watched Big Time Rush. I was on it, so don't feel offended by that. I paused. For I a, saw three episodes of Big Time Rush. That's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, you know, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, this is like the year that I get my my self respect. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it takes a while, and because again, it's very hard to get a fucking acting job. It's really difficult. Yeah, absolutely. It's very difficult. And when you get when you get it, you it, it to say no to it sounds insane. Yeah. Because we spent so much of our career just dying to get in the room. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so this was like the, this is my first year. This is like my year of no, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's an interesting sensation for sure. Well, and I always feel like too, like whenever you start a new piece of your career, like if you go from being an actor to like, Oh, I'm going to write a TV show, which you just wrote a show and yeah. sold a show, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. It's such a huge deal. And I give you much props. Thank much. you. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you. But whenever that happens, whenever you... Look, Robbie get... just applauded by smacking his belly. Oh, Robbie. You're just... <laughs> Which is great. It, it's less effort. Oh. <laughs> you, gotta love, you gotta love Robbie. I love Robbie. We throw Robbie down the Not stairs. as much as the Uber driver, but I love <laughs> no, him. In, in not, not, as, not as a sexual way, but in a different yeah. way. In a loving, loving, yeah. sweet way. Yeah. Um, but every time you take a new job in a different part of the industry, I feel like you have to be okay with kind of getting screwed over a little bit. Like, yeah. Like if you're going to direct your first, you know, TV episode or something like this, they're going to pay you less and they're going to give you a crappier deal. And you just have to, like, I remember talking to a comedian about, uh, he was going to go on the road with Dane Cook mm-hmm. and he was like, I don't know, man. It's, it seems like it could, maybe it's not going to be such a great experience. And I've heard things from other people. It's not, and I was like, what are you fucking talking about? You get to go around the world totally. and play stadiums. Do theaters. Yeah. Like, are you nuts? Amazing. Take, take it. And he did. And he had like a wonderful experience with it. But it is tricky, man. It is a tricky business. It's very tricky because at the same time, you want to maintain, you want to do shit. Right. But you want to maintain your integrity. And oh, it's like, it's yeah. funny. Like, it, the the week before I sold my show, which to me is like, it, uh, I guess like uh, the most proud thing that I've ever done because yeah, it's like huge. from me, you know, yeah. I was, uh, I went to like a commercial audition and commercial auditions are just the fuck. Just cattle call. <laughs> it's a cattle <laughs> yeah. call. You went, wait, was it the day before? It was, many? it was about a week before. Oh yeah. And, and so I'm like, 
I'm busy like coming up with this pitch and working really hard with like amazing people. I I produced it with the or Ryan Seacrest Production Company is doing it. Oh my god! So I'm like working with the most amazing people, and we're like putting this together. And then I get a call like, uh, Dan, you got to be at this fucking uh, casting for a shitty Pepsi uh, commercial. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'm like, okay, okay. And like I wasn't thinking. I was like, and I go to it, and literally I get into the audition, and they're like, um, there's like four of us that they bring into the room. And they're like, uh, slate your name. And they're always such dicks, yeah. the fucking camera guy. Like, yep. slate your name. And um, uh, no, they go, slate your name and say what ugly celebrity people say you look like. <laughs> wow. That was the thing. Yeah. Are so you I swear. Because I guess the commercial had something where they, you know, whatever, you get dissed or whatever. So I'm like, hi. Uh, yeah, I'm Dana Dude, um, innovative artist, five foot seven. Um, people say I look like a, an ugly version of drake uh i guess like <laughs> shrek uh, and in my head i'm like what are you doing yeah. like i'm just sitting here talking about how ugly i like i was like and I, I i left that day i called my agents i was like no more commercials i'm done yeah. and i and i never booked commercials also i've never booked yeah. i booked one commercial as canadian yeah. like 10 years ago and i was like that's it done no more yeah no mas you know what I, you know what, this is, uh very similar uh but it, it was like two years ago i go in for a an op- uh, one of these uh you know auditions for a commercial thing i go all the way to santa monica they're always in fucking yes. santa monica by yes. the way like yeah. anyone ever needs to be in santa monica like i'd rather date a girl who lives in japan than lives in fucking santa monica <laughs> yeah. that is a horrible place the to worst. be from. so gross so i get all the way out there i wait I'm, i it's a open call it's me and you know 50 other fat monsters yeah. and we're all standing around <laughs> hating our lives and i have a headshot and i'm trying to decide if it's I, I, even worth it to give them something or if I should just keep it for myself and I'm just like I hate everything every moment of this and I go in and uh, and it sucks it just fucking sucks I hate it I don't know it was for Arby's or some shit yeah and then uh, I didn't get it and I call my agent on the drive back I'm sitting in bumper to bumper traffic and it's like four o'clock you know in Santa Monica and I'm so upset and I call my agent the the commercial agent I go hey don't ever don't ever fucking send me to Santa Monica. I'm never going to another audition in Santa Monica. Don't ever, if you ever hear there's an audition in Santa Monica, just write me off the list. Don't oh, send man. it to me. Don't ask me. Not interested. The biggest bullshit cattle call of my life. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay, hang up. I just leave a message. By the way, you know Judd Apatow does all of his casting out of Santa Monica. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Steven doesn't want to be sent in yeah. for this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So two years later, I got an audition. Uh, they go, Steven, there's an audition uh, for you. It's on La Brea. And it's for uh, uh, Acura. And I was like, okay. And so I go in and I get it. I get mm. the job, which is insane. Insane. You know? mm-hmm. um, I go to the set to go shoot. It's in uh, Simi Valley. It's uh, a fake uh, fire. Uh, what's it was that? like a Burning Man. Burning Man. Fake Burning Man. Okay. So they built a fit. $3.2 million was the commercial, the budget on this commercial. Wow. $3.2 million. Get out there. They have a, a Jamba Juice truck so you can get free Jamba Juice while wow. you're there. They had an amazing grill and catering. It was incredible. We had our own dressing rooms. It was wonderful. I was on set for four hours and I made off that commercial an enormous amount of money from Fantastic. that commercial. It was so awesome. I call my agent. I go, why don't you send me out more often? She goes, well, uh, two years ago, you called us and you told us never to send you to an open call or to Santa Monica ever again. I was like, no, 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 no. Send me, send me, send me, send me. And now, and then I'm back. You know, now I'm back. Oh, man. Open You're calls like, again. I will go to San Gabriel Valley. <laughs> yeah, I don't so I'll go wherever it is so I can go do this. Yeah, well, okay. That makes me feel shitty about my decision, but I don't <laughs> no, know, man. It's okay. It's okay. I it could, just, you know. I was never, I don't know. I for, I don't know if it's my face or that. I, I could never book a commercial gig for the life of me. Yeah. They're very hard Just to move. You go in and there's 50 people who look exactly yeah. like you and then there'll be one guy who looks nothing at all like anyone there and it's like either you have no shot because there's 50 people or they're going to give it to the one guy who doesn't look like any of us because he looks completely different. A lot yeah. of times I'm going in and it's a lot of fat guys but they all have hair. Mm-hmm. Like Robbie. You know? Like Robbie, if I had your hair, I'd be a I'd be a bajillionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get to buy a show on Dan's, uh, buy a, a house on Dan's show. I can yeah. buy a house in your show? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Of course. Um, <laughs> you got to work on Workaholics. What was that? What was that like for you? Workaholics was fun. I mean, it, they, they do more improv than I thought that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that was a fun, like, 
I just knew the casting director. She was like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? Like that type of thing, which Whoa. is the best. That's yeah. the best. The best. That's the best. I know. Yeah. It was great. Oh, those guys are awesome. Yeah, it was a fun one. It was I a love good that one. kind of stuff. It was um, Steven uh, basically played Robbie on that show. I did. I played a gay bear on the show. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Did you really? I played a big gay bear. That's I got hilarious. To, I got to cuddle Adam. Oh, yeah, that's in, great. In I was jealous the entire time. I had yeah. a, I had a lot of trouble though because they do a lot of improv and I was laughing. I got I laughed a lot. Yeah. It took it, it's I, hard. I was only there for one day and I wish I would have been there for more than a day because if I would have been I would have been probably a little better at uh getting comfortable with the uh you know, It's tough, it's, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's very transition. tough to not to not break. I mean it's so funny. Yeah, it's funny. I played a I I was a Mac genius on it and like I figure out that the reason his laptop isn't working is because there's jizz under the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so oh my god! Funny. Are you serious? Yeah, it was amazing. Oh my god! So funny. You got to do um, literally, and I know Matt gives me shit for it all the time because I say this about a lot of shows, but literally one of my favorite shows on television is Your Pretty Face Is Going to Hell. Yes, on Adult Swim. Holy crap. It's so funny. They shoot that in Atlanta or they yeah. shoot Yeah. It's in Atlanta, which is how awesome. Did, how did this work out? How did you end up This I booked this uh off of Skype. What? <laughs> yeah, wow. dude. This wow. was a Skype audition actually well, paid off for someone? Well, they're always they're always they're in Atlanta. So like, yeah. you know, I think they book a lot of their shit off of Skype. Yeah. Um oh my God. Yeah, but it was basically uh you know, it's the guys behind Aqua Teen Hunger Force, mm-hmm. which is was one of my favorite shows in college when I was just... So good. It's like the best stoner show ever, I oh, think. Yeah. So good. Um, but yeah, I think they originally wrote the role for Kumail Nanjiani because the name of the character is Kumail. And like, I don't know, he wasn't available. And I was like, yeah, I'll fucking take Kumail's sloppy <laughs> seconds. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's bizarre though, because if you watch the show, like we're all in this crate, the makeup artists that they have are the, like some of the best makeup artists in the world and you're in this crazy like we all for those of you who haven't seen it it's like a it's a workplace comedy that takes place in hell so yeah. we're all employees in hell we're all we're all uh, um demons and it takes so like fuck, like an hour and a half to get into your crazy makeup and you have horns and all this shit so it's like one of my favorite shows i've ever done Literally, no one will ever recognize me from it though cuz you look nothing like the like the character yeah um but it's yeah, it's amazingly funny, and I love fucking working in Atlanta. Oh my god! Because it's like there's no ego. Like everyone who works in the show is like chill and nice, and they fly you out there for yeah, them? Oh, they fly wow. you out first class. Hell first yeah. class, first class, man. man. Adult Swim, is that adult, adult, adult Swim. swim? Oh, adult so Swim's got a lot cool. of cash, I think. They got yeah. Cartoon Network. I mean, they fucking yeah, they got a lot of money. They kill it. That's so cool. I love that show. It is so uh, Matt. If you haven't gotten to watch the show, you need to watch the show. It's like the most creative show on TV. I've seen zero Adult Swim shows. Oh, Oh god! It's not my thing. You're like the worst person. It's not my thing. No, they they have like Eddie Pepitone, and they yeah. have, and he's like he's being tortured in hell, so he's like tied to something, <laughs> and he's being whipped, mm-hmm. and then they go, uh, they go. Hey, uh, you think we should take a break? And he goes, "Yes, please take a break. Please, anything to take a break. I would love a break." And they go, "Yeah, maybe we can uh, kind of take a break, and that you can get a glass of water or something. We can get you something to you want something to eat, like a sandwich." He goes, "I would." A sandwich would be so great. A sandwich would be great. And they go, Oh, I forgot you're in hell. Kapow. And they just keep whipping it. And he's like, Ah, why is this happening? And then they just, the camera just moves to the next cubicle. And it's like Dan and, uh, and our, and the main guy on the show, the, uh, the big fat, the big, what's his name? Henry. Henry yeah. He's a big, you know, a chubby yeah. guy. And you guys are standing next to each other and having some sort of awkward conversation. And like Henry wants to like maybe go and take somebody's soul, but uh, he just screws it up. He's always screwing things up. And so yeah. then Dan will swoop in and get the soul last minute. And it's like, it's really funny. It's yeah. It's so funny. It's a very creative show. Yeah. It's like, you have to, <laughs> you have to get souls. Whoever gets the most souls. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's like getting sales. It's like a car dealership. Like yeah. Sales. It's yeah. like sales. Yeah. Um, always be closing. <laughs> ABC. Always be gathering souls. ABGS. They would, they have like the devil, like if you don't get enough souls, then he makes your head the urinal in the, right. in the bathroom. And so then it's like the devil It's like, and the devil's really funny too. Oh, He's a yeah. great actor. Yeah. That guy's awesome. I mean, it's a, uh, it's cast really well. It's ridiculous. It's, but yeah, it's, it's funny. Adult Swim's got, I was, just, I just binged the Eric Andre's show last week. Really? I watched a couple episodes of that and it's. They, it's so fucking bizarre that network man like I've pitched them a couple times and I'm like you're not I don't think like these people I there's no way 
I'm like, here's a normal show idea. And they're like, no, yeah. does it have like a talking pigeon? Yeah. <laughs> no, then, then, Seriously. then it doesn't work. Have you, um, uh, you got to work with Hannibal Burris a little bit? On, I was uh, on that. Sh- yeah. I just did, I did an episode of, uh, of his show. It was, uh, yeah, man, I like that show, but I, it was, it, it, it seemed was a weird show. It, it was a weird show. Yeah. Hannibal, Hannibal's great. On uh, did you see him kick, uh, what's his name in the face? Um, oh uh, yeah. I just saw, uh, who did he kick in the face? Oh, I don't know. Wasn't. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. He kicked Flavor Flav in the yeah. face. Like on a joke like, thing? No, or? like in the face. Really? Like he kicked him in the face. Is Hannibal having on, a, a public meltdown? No, or? on Eric Andre's show. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh. yeah, they were messing with Flavor Flav. Here's what happens is uh, Eric Andre says, oh, well, we need to adjust your mic. And so then a guy comes in and tries to touch Flavor Flav's penis. And Flavor Flavor goes, yo, man, you don't, t- you don't play with my penis, man. Get away from my penis. And then um, Hannibal goes, like this, your penis? And like grabs at his dick again. And Flavor Flavor goes, yo, man, y'all need to stop with this shit. And then Eric Andre goes, um, like he reaches in and he goes, I said stop. And Flavor stands up. He wasn't in on the joke? No. Like he was, okay. And he st- it doesn't look like he very much is uh, upset. And he stands up and then Eric Andre fucking rips the desk apart and under the desk is a bathtub and then eric andre strips all his clothes down to to under no underwear pulls his underwear off and he's standing there with his dick hanging out and then he jumps in the bathtub and flavor flavor goes y'all crazy <laughs> and then and it is sitting back down at this point and then hannibal burris uh fucking kicks him right in the face what yeah it's <laughs> crazy Holy. you need to watch just watch the you gotta watch the clip. holy shit that show is bananas looney tunes dude i remember so eric and i we would do like stand up oh my god you know it's, it's so funny i used to always fucking hate people like when in interviews when they refer to people by their first names <laughs> uh, like me and me and robbie were <laughs> me and bobby bobby you know bobby de niro but you fucking come up with these people oh, and yeah. anyway yeah. but me and uh, eric andre uh, we all kind of came up together in New York and I remember just seeing a stand-up and being like, this is so fucking out there. And I think I would even tell him, like, dude, you got to ground it a little bit. Little did I fucking know he's going to yeah. make a crazy career out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he really has. Yeah, he's, he's found his niche. <laughs> yeah, he has. He's an interesting, strange bird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I I, uh, I watched him do a show where he stabbed himself a bunch of times in the chest <laughs> during his show. It's real weird. And Hannibal... Is they're such a interesting pair too because Hannibal is like so funny, yeah, and so dry, and then they just match up really. Uh, it's an interesting odd couple, yeah. yeah. Who do you get to work with on uh, Bajillion Dollar that you're that you love kind of being teamed up with? Um, well, it's honestly it's like this crazy A team of like of uh, comedy actors. It's like uh, I, I'm the only stand up, and then there's uh, you know there's two guys from UCB. Two from seconds or three from Second City, like in Chicago, oh my God. and then like um, uh, one from the Groundlings and Paul F. Tompkins. Like it's literally like an A team of fucking improvisers. Yeah, no, they're all super, super funny. Yeah, Drew, Drew Tarver's super funny. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, the hardest part of the show for me is just not breaking character. Yeah, how do you do that? I don't. <laughs> yeah, you break, do you break? I break a lot yeah. and they'll just like cut or like, you know, the cameramen are amazing because they just like, and women, because they'll just fucking ah, go on to the next person if you just break. But everyone, I mean, it's just, it's very difficult to fucking not break. I'm constantly thinking about my grandmother taking shits on my face. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Whatever I can to get my of mind off of it, dude. It's It's awful. what we all think. Anyone yeah. who watches the show, just I'm constantly thinking about, yeah, my, doing things with my grandmother. Oh no. <laughs> Is your grandmother alive to hear this? No, oh. she's not. And if oh, she were, she would not know what a podcast is. <laughs> 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 I, I was on, driving on the way here trying to explain to my mom what I was doing. She's like, I'm like, I'm going to uh, do an interview. She's like, uh, on the radio? I'm like, yes, on the radio. So late? Why is it so late? I'm like, how am I going to fucking explain a podcast? I'm like, well, yeah. people have uh, independent digital... Oh, yeah. The first... I, my I, mom is... My parents literally haven't seen any, one episode of Bajillion Dollar Properties. Really? Though. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, not one. You sit them down. Oh, yeah. Where do they live? Are they in, in LA or are they somewhere else? No, they're in New York. Oh, wow. They're in New York, yeah. Is that where you grew up? Yes. 
Where up, where in uh, New York did you grow up? I grew up in Long Island, and then I lived in Manhattan. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that for Long Island? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Long Island. <laughs> Long Island. I, thank God I didn't get that accent. No, yeah, you don't have an accent. That's nice. Yeah. That's real nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I, in uh, Manhattan did you live? I lived in the West Village. Wow. The best village. Yeah, that's a great place to live. <laughs> yeah, I lived there for... Uh, it's, I live actually. I'm having a little bajillion dollar properties moment in my place because I'm try. So I bought my apartment in New York like ten years ago, and I'm trying to sell it now. And my little cousin, I was like, you know, you can stay here until you know we're figuring. I was doing a little construction and shit to mm-hmm. get it ready to sell. And um, I'm like, don't fucking let anyone stay here though, man. This is you, you can stay here. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he's like in his mid twenties, so. I one day I had to like move a bunch of furniture into 17 the, people in there now worse and like the two guys it's like I hire these two guys off a of task rabbit so I'm doing this all remotely from LA mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's like these two like Jamaican dudes with a fucking truck <laughs> and my real estate broker and they fill up the fucking van with furniture they go up to the place my broker opens up the fucking door there's two people fucking in my bed. <laughs> oh, great. In your bed. Not my cousin. Wow. Yeah. There's two people <laughs> fucking in my bed. My broker calls me. He's like, there's two people fucking in your apartment right now. <laughs> and I call my cousin. I'm like, what are you doing in my apartment? He's like, I'm not in your apartment. I'm like, who the fuck is in my apartment? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, someone's fucking in my apartment. You don't know who it is? And he like kept playing dumb. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to call the cops then. He's like, okay, no, no, no. It was my friend. It was my friend. I didn't know you were going to need this. And he basically like was renting out my place as like a little whorehouse. Oh, for his shit. friends, yeah. Are you fucking kidding no, me? No, no. It's unbelievable. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. What that will fuck? bring your fucking property value down. That's not good. Yeah. I should not have said that until the place got sold. Yeah. <laughs> that it's was okay. a bad move. Don't worry about <laughs> it. That's a, that's a, oh my God. Yeah, that was pretty that's a, a bad situation. Were they filming it for Pornhub? Because that's like a thing. You know, <sighs> that's, yeah, that that's is, a category on Pornhub on, now. On Airbnb. There's, like yeah. there's a fake realtor porn category on there really they're just where it's a thing where it's like this hot realtor chick and she's trying to sell the house and then she bangs the guy to make him buy the house <laughs> oh yeah just that's like a whole so thing. expensive they're grasping probably, at straws i'd probably huh? do that you know yeah. if that was the case Can Although, I tell you? speaking of pornhub robbie told me something earlier oh Uh-oh. god that uh t- anytime a sentence starts Steven. speaking of pornhub oh my god Speaking of Pornhub, Robbie told me something earlier. (laughs) That just that sentence alone. Believe me, this is fantastic. Steven, you're gonna you're gonna hate me. (laughs) You're going to hate me. Really? So uh, a couple days ago, I was um, uh, getting myself a tune-up, basically, right? Sure, sexually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, no, I was just changing out my jeans. No, uh, so I was kind of (laughs) playing myself. And um, filleting yourself? Yeah, it's kind of like, you know. Oh, God, uh. Robbie. This is, it's getting worse. <laughs> All I'm saying is so, like, you go on websites and they're like, you like to jerking off to this. You might like jerking off to this. Yeah, right? sure. Of course. Yeah. Well, We've all been um, there. There's something on the internet called Rule 34. <laughs> Do you know what that is? No, I no. don't. Where if there's. Where if if you can think of it, there's porn of it. There's porn of it. Oh, That's the rule. Yeah. If you can think of it, there's porn yeah. of it. Yeah, sure. Okay, rule well, 34. Uh, I. You can think of the movie Storks, can't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, De- definitely that, mention the children's movie. The that. next image perfect, that came perfect up. Perfect timing. Well, that's next, what I'm saying. The next image that came up was Pigeon Toady. <laughs> was was Pigeon Toady. What are you talking about? There is porn of Pigeon Toady. <laughs> no, there the, isn't. There is. <laughs> porn, there's gay porn of it, and he was on the bottom. <laughs> no, there is not. You're lying. Wait, I don't, am I the only one who doesn't know what Pigeon Toady is? That's, That's Steven's ca- role oh. in the movie you, Storks. No way. you got to be kidding me. Nope, is that it. true? Yeah. Pigeon. And now I love that you're going to be Googling Pigeon Toady yeah. porn. <laughs> The yeah. NSA, somewhere in some data bank, is like, this guy really this loves a, being in that fucking movie. Wait, is this like a real, is this a real thing? Yeah, it was drawn porn. Robbie took me aside. It was drawn porn? Yeah, drawn. Animated pigeon toady porn. On which porn porn place? It was, like, one of them is rule 34. Dot. Wait, wait, Robbie, you go looking for weird stuff like well, that? I, listen, oh Dragon Ball Z had a very good effect on me as a kid. So you look for Dragon Ball Z porn? One of them. It's one of the things. Goku's very hot. I'm just looking up, <laughs> I'm just looking up Rule 34 Pigeon. This is amazing. Why are we talking? Why is this happening? <laughs> well, I, will, I, I can do a fun little segue in the meantime. <laughs> uh, so I haven't jerked off to porn in about two years now. 
What? Really? Are you being serious? <laughs> that fucking derailed the whole conversation. Well, you Why? have delicious food at home. I do. I have great. I have great food at home. No, but uh, not even that. Did you find it? Is this it? Yeah, this is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> He's well, gotta be kidding. Not, yeah. Well, this is one of the sites. Yeah. The question. I yeah. Just the question is: Did it? Did this it, is one of the sites. Did it? Did it, did it make you? Did it make it's you come the- quicker than you normally would have? No, it completely ruined it. Oh, it did. Because like Stephen's my Stephen is one of my best friends. Right. Uh, and uh, like the the commer- like he does such a great job no, in that no, movie. No, this is can, not. We're not. We're not keeping this in the show. Can, can I say, Stephen? Yeah, we're skipping. It. We're skipping. It. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ready? And okay. Well, that was a great. Uh, Wait, tell uh, me about the porn of the storks porn. Damn it! <laughs> no. All right, hang on, hang on, and. We're back in. Hey, real quick, real quick. You you just mentioned this, Dan, and I think we should get to it. Um, we just had to cut out a section of this uh, broadcast because Robbie makes horrible <laughs> life choices. Yes. Uh, Matt wait, brought it just up. Let Matt it brought slide. it up. Can I say something? I respect so much that you decided to cut that because while it was going on, I was like, man, what am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> Why am no, I going to be not, associated we're not doing, with we're not this? Doing this? We're not doing this. We have Dan and Dune here for God's sake. <laughs> this is a classy operation, Matt Walker, you oh, son of a bitch. You guys are just going to have to DM us to find out what we were talking can about. You actually, can we actually uh, talk about, uh, about... If you DM me, I will... I promise I will tell you what we talked about. Yeah. Send me a message. I will be happy to yeah. tell you yeah, what it was. He'll send you images that'll get you thrown off a website. Hey, Dude, how many of my freaking mints are you going to eat? I'm eating all your package. mints. I'm eating your whole mints. Dan, is yes. it, can we talk about uh, the the reason why oh, you're yeah. not looking at, uh, yes. at uh, adult, adult uh, <laughs> yes. images and videos anymore? Okay, so like two years ago, I haven't jerked off to porn for two years. Wow. Uh, about two years. Uh, and two years ago... Uh, my cousin and I were were talking about how awful porn is and how like the last thing we see every night before we go to bed is like some fucking girl getting choked while jizzed on her face and like this is just awful. Of course, and, like oh, with a with a you know artificial LED light and then like you close it in the tissues and it's just like it's an awful it's a gross thing. Right, and it, you know and it also. I felt like it was getting to the point where you just get more and more like specific about what you want to see in these porn, and you start getting very critical. And like, if the lighting isn't right, like you, you know, you need you need the everything needs to the the, the thread count and the sheets need to be mm-hmm. what you need. It's just you get so specific, and I just fucking hated the fact that I was getting so in my head about this. It would take like half an hour to find the right video, sure, to jack off to. So I was like, let's do a bet. One month, no no jerking off. We went one one not no jerking off, no jerking off to porn. Right. So you sure. jerk off. But to your old noggin, to your imagination. Right, yeah. Um, so uh, I went a month and I went a little longer and I was like, I kind of like this. I'm kinda, it's, it's spurring my imagine, my sexual imagination again. I don't feel, uh, it doesn't feel as disgusting. And I was still jerking off just as much. Well, yeah, but mm-hmm. you have a, a girlfriend at the time or no girlfriend? I didn't at the time. Okay. Um, but, you know, I was hooking up here and there. Sure. But um, I think... But the, in moments of weakness, I would jerk off to a YouTube video uh, that was, uh, I would type in a uh, hot white girl twerking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, and there's this girl who comes up who's fabulous. She's yeah. fantastic. That one, there's that Russian girl who's known for that. Uh, I don't know. This doesn't seem like, it seems like a girl next door one. Like, she doesn't seem like a real famous. Oh, okay. Like, uh, there's but, this one girl on, on YouTube who's like famous for her twerking videos. Mm, but I have a question. Like, isn't that like, for girls, like, don't they need, like, everything to be just right to be able to, like, have sex or something? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, so ba- <laughs> basically, jerking off to porn made you a woman. Well, that's an interesting... Um, interesting. I mean... Interesting perspective. Because you needed everything just so. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, porn is a, is a, is a tricky thing. I think when you, when you watch too much, you get too specific yeah things get weird yeah and then you try to figure Look, out and then like all you know, i need is 20 seconds of porn yeah and then <laughs> that's it yeah but the right it, me too but to find the right 20 seconds would take me a half an hour oh right. well you're too picky at that point well that's the thing i feel like everyone gets really picky i mean after a while you get bored of this you're like oh, okay let me let me upgrade to this and you get bored of that it, i think it's changed a lot in the last few years because now everything is online but in the like a couple of years ago i mean uh maybe like i don't know 6 7 years ago it was like 
it would take forever because you're going through all sorts of websites and trying to find things and everything is weird. Internet connection was a lot slower. Yeah, internet connection was bad. And then the quality, now it's like I want everything in HD. Yeah. I'm like used to things. (laughs) I want it to look really good. I remember I've been on the internet since 1992. And when I first got on the internet, uh, I had a roommate who wrote this program at the time. It was before there were websites. Like yeah. they didn't exist and they were just these message boards where people would trade photos that were digitally done, whatever. And my roommate at the time wrote a program that would go out on Usenet and he would go to all the porn news groups and he would automatically download every single picture and video onto his computer and then decompress and com- you'd have to like download like five text files and combine them into one and then run it through this program to decompress it just to get like one picture that was scanned from Playboy. Oh. And he did this. So we had every single porn image on the internet every single day. He, he would have like a showing. All the guys in the door would just go there and sit in, the, sit in the room and he's like, hey, here's what I downloaded today. And it was like every single picture on the internet that was porn at the time. Oh my so God. So you're like an internet porn veteran. I, I, I am. Think, yeah. I think I am wow. too. I would consider myself a, a veteran of the game. Sure. I think it's unbelievable that kids have access to. I mean, I mean, to just see pe- like the things we had to do to see just a tit. Oh my yeah. god! Like fucking yeah. I, well, earlier today we were talking about uh, Basic Instinct and mm-hmm. that I the story of me seeing. <laughs> Uh, uh, what's it called? Of me seeing a, a vagina, vagina in Basic Instinct. I told. Did you just um, what's it called? A vagina. Yeah, what's it called? <laughs> me seeing. Uh, yeah. What are those things again? Uh, what am I? What am I call it? <laughs> uh, who Who's the director of of Basic Instinct? Um, uh, it's not Roland Emmerich. I remember the writer was Jill Esterhaus, but. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, just look. Tell me who the direct, who, who the okay. director is. I'll look it up because it's a good story. Okay. It's worth it's worth the uh, the wait. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what though. Yeah. Uh, shocking. Cause I just, I just got to tell the director the story. Paul Verhoeven. Uh, Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. So I got to tell Paul Verhoeven this story. It's a true story. I've never told it on the show before. Mm. This is what happened. Uh, to see basic instinct. I was, uh, I think 13 or 14 years old when that yeah. movie came out. And, uh, I was living with my mom in Carlsbad, California. And, uh, we lived two miles to three three miles from the local video store. Okay, up and down a giant hill. It would you. No one would walk this. There wasn't like my family. We we weren't big walkers, as you can probably yeah. tell, right. So yeah. we're not walking. We're not hiking to go to the video store. You take the car. We go down and we go get it and come back. Right. Well, I was like fourteen years old and I wanted to see base, Basic Instinct. So I uh, I went down there. My mom dropped me off to go get a, a video uh, a video cassette. And uh, I told them that I had to rent the movie for my father or he would be angry. Nice. <laughs> and they were like, oh, okay. And so I got the, the VHS tape, but I also got something like the Pink Panther or something. So I'd yeah. have, I'd have like my fake one that I was yeah. going to pretend to watch. It's like when you're buying condoms and you get a magazine. And right. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I hid the, uh, the, uh, the, the basic instinct VHS tape in the back of my pants. And then I got into my mom's car and got home and then we watched the pink Panther. And then in the middle of the night, I snuck downstairs in the middle of the night, I ate some Costco cookies and I sat there on the couch and I watched basic instinct, uh, on the TV in the dark alone at like three o'clock in the morning Oh my okay? god! with the sound off. So I don't even know what's going on <laughs> just so I can see my first vagina. Just a okay? raging 13 yeah. year old so boner. The vagina yeah. was in the movie. I knew there was a vagina in the movie because I'd, I'd, I, I had entertainment weekly. We had entertainment weekly my whole life. So and I was Costco like, cookies was the way you're going to celebrate. Yeah. Like, I was, of course. Well, like, Costco <laughs> cookies was besides the point. I was just eating Costco cookies always. That's, that's you look like nice. you can understand that, Robbie. I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kirkland cookies were out. Like, yeah. God, they were the best. They yeah. were the best. So I'm like, I'm eating these cookies. I'm watching. I'm watching the, the 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 video i see the the vagina i'm very excited about this yeah. whole thing right i don't know what it is you know for the most part i just know there's a thing there that's happening and uh anyways um next day i decide to try to take it back to the video store but uh my sister wanted to watch pink panther again but i knew i had to return the vhs tape oh again. jesus so i said you know what guys i'm gonna i'm gonna just go walk the pink, I, you don't need to see pink Panther. I'm going to walk it back. I'm going to walk it back to the video store. And my mom goes, 
are you sure? I mean, I can take you later. I go, no, 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 it's fine. I'll take a nice walk. She goes, you're going to walk three miles up and down hills back to the video store. I go, yeah, 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 it's fine. Don't worry about it. She was like, you've never walked three miles in your life. Why are you doing it now? I go, if you added fine, up all the walking you've done in your entire life, it still wasn't three yeah, miles yeah, at that still, point. No way. Yeah. She was so, so proud of you. She's like, he's uh, turning to a life of fitness. He really <laughs> is. He's, getting, he's growing up. He's getting healthy. He's going to get in shape. I take the VHS tape. I stuff it in the back of my, of my pants, and then I awkwardly start walking away from my mom's house, and I get about a mile and a half into the journey. You pull a hammy. Yeah, I can't keep it in my. I'm sweating now. I pull the VHS tape out of my out of my oh back of my God. pants. Now I'm holding the two VHS tapes, and I'm just I'm sweaty. And I'm walking up this hill, and as I'm coming up the hill, my mom in her minivan with my little sister pulls up next to me. She goes, "Hey, you you okay? Hop in the car." I go, "Oh no, I'm fine. I'm totally fine." She goes, "What do you have there? You have two VHS tapes? I thought we only got one." I go. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's nothing. She goes, well, what? It's the second one. And I go, oh, just uh, it's a cartoon. She goes, what cartoon is it? Let me see. I want to see that. I want to see what it is. Takes it from me. Furious. Drives me to the video store. Gets out. Goes inside. And she's like, how dare you <laughs> rent an adult movie to my son? Oh, and my yelled God. yelled at them. And they got like, I was all embarrassed. And, uh, <sighs> and, and yeah. And so that was. It was oh really, uh, it was pretty rough. It was pretty first time. First that time. Is. Was it, uh, was it worth it? hundred percent. Yeah. Did they hate would you, you do it again? The movie store? I would do it again. I'd do it in yeah. a heartbeat. I mean, for I the story three alone. Miles. Like, like right miles. now, would you, would you do would it? Would I walk three miles right now? Probably not. No. Can I tell you something? I've never actually seen Basic Instinct. I haven't seen that scene. Really? You haven't? No. You gotta see it. You gotta see movie. it. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff happening in that movie. It's yeah. not it's a good movie. a pornography, so you wouldn't be breaking any, uh. Yeah, it's, it's an actual still, film. Are you still doing that? Or are you off? Are you? Are you? Are you're off. You're back. You're not. You're us. You're still off of it. No, I'm still off. I'm still off. Just my that that twerking video once in a while. But are you married now? No, no, engaged. 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 Well, you're getting. Uh, well, you're when's getting the wedding? Laid. We're still boning. Yeah. Um, next summer, probs. Probs. Is, is your wife gonna? Probs. Is your wife gonna decide the cooking? Like, is she gonna hire her personal like chef? <sighs> she wanted to, and then my parents came in, and they're like, "We the food needs to be kosher." And wow! Like, and for a chef, that's like, ugh, are you Jewish? Yeah. No, but they just want kosher food. Yes, I'm Jewish. <laughs> I didn't know you're Jewish. How? Are, how? How did yeah. I not know you're Jewish? I'm Jewish as well. Know. We're both Jews. Hey. Robbie's Jewish also. Hey, Matt's the outsider. <laughs> Matt's the outsider. Shame the non-believer. <laughs> did you have a bar mitzvah? Did you do the whole mm-hmm. bar mitzvah thing? Yeah, man. Wow. Let me tell you, cheeseburgers are the best fucking thing. Mm. Lobster <laughs> is thing. so good. I grew up kosher as fuck, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, my family's pretty uh, religious, and uh, <laughs> I didn't start, uh, I started to, un- you know, slowly as I started to grow up and stop believing in God, <laughs> I, started, <laughs> I started to undo all the kosher yeah. laws, and every time I did it, I got more drunk than I've ever been. And I would have like uh, the first thing I had was a was a raw clam was my first shellfish, that's which a is weird one to pick. That's the worst one to pick because that's awful. It's yeah. slimy. It's yeah. shitty. They don't like even now that I love Ugh. shellfish. Even that's a yeah, little it's stuff a weird to one. take yeah. down. Yeah. Um, but I remember the amount of guilt that I the first pork that I had though was a bacon wrapped date, which was a great oh, it's a yeah. great way yeah, to get it. Amazing. Yeah. But uh, I was all I felt such guilt afterwards for like a week. Wow. It's amazing. Well, like how Steven told me a story. He was here at the improv yep. and uh, he got a chicken sandwich to go and he took it back to his place. Oh, and I sat in the dark yeah. to watch t- in the living room. You turn on the TV and you're sitting in the dark there, you know, and you're not, you don't have to turn all the lights on to eat the sandwich. I've eaten this turkey chicken sandwich a million times. Yeah. So I, I bite into the chicken sandwich. I go, oh, now that is a chicken sandwich. What kind of spices are they putting on the meat? I mean, this is just, there's got to be some sort of garnish in there that would, and I open it up, it's just a slab of bacon. Oh, man. I was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) So good. That's what they're talking about? (laughs) It's pretty good. It's pretty solid stuff. Yeah, the times when I slipped up, before I'd switched uh, consciously, same thing. I was like, what is, I remember I had this thing in an Italian restaurant. It was like a slice of apple. It was like a baked apple, just mm-hmm. a th- like a cross cut of a little bit of an apple. And I'm bi- I'm like, this is the most amazing apple I've ever had in my <laughs> life. And then there was like a sheet prosciutto of prosciutto on yeah. the bottom of it. And it was like, wow, this is really something, this pig. 
It's the best animal that's ever been made to eat. For eating. Yeah. For eating. yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's so versatile. Good. It's it's really it's something. It's awesome. I know. I used to eat pepperoni pizza my whole my whole childhood until my sister comes along and she's a vegetarian and she goes and she's and very religious. And she said to my mom and uh, and my dad when we were little, we were like eight. I was like eight years old. Did you say it was like she went to Hebrew school and she yeah, came she went back? To Hebrew and school. Then... She goes, well, we, we can't eat this. This oh, is pepperoni. And my, my mom goes, uh, it's fine. It's fine. And she goes, no, it's not. Pepperoni has pork in it. My mom was like, <laughs> the jig is up. <laughs> the jig is up. Yeah. We had gotten away with it for a while, but then uh, she ruined it. She Are you still uh, no pork? I still, yeah. don't, I still don't eat pork. What about shellfish? Don't eat shellfish. Wow. Okay. I had a... I had shrimp once. I tried it once. Not my thing. Yeah. But uh, it was on a dare. And then uh, my grandfather said to me one time we were having a dinner by the beach and he was like in his 80s at the time and he ordered lobster. And my whole family was like, <gasps> lobster. Why is he ordering lobster? <laughs> so funny. So funny. And I turned to him and I go, lobster, uh, isn't that not really kosher? And he goes, he goes, what are you kidding me? I'm not going to eat lobster. It's delicious. <laughs> And I was like, all right, you know, I'm not gonna, so no one's sad. giving him any crap. Yeah. But yeah, I still don't, I still don't do it. I, I just still, yeah. I haven't, uh, I haven't cracked, uh, cracked through that one yet. No, that's fine. I mean, it's, it's funny. I remember, so I started to, uh, I remember I was, uh, right after college is when I, when I started undoing my kosher laws. Yeah. And when I was 30, um, I spoke to one of my friends, his younger brother had just come out of the closet to his parents and he was telling mm-hmm. me about it and how like he was 16 or 17 and he told them and like they took it really hard, but then like they came around and like, you know, it took so much courage to do that. And I was like, how can this fucker have the balls to tell his parents that he's gay? And I can't tell my parents that I fucking eat shrimp once in a while. <laughs> so I had this moment and I was on a flight with my mom and I'm sitting next to her and we were having this like bonding moment talking about stuff. And I was like, mom, you know, I was talking to... Uh, Dan's brother about when he came out of the closet to his parents and uh, you know uh, I, I I thought it was great that he doesn't have secrets with his parents anymore she's like yes yes it's very good I'm like and we shouldn't have any secrets either right and she's like no of course that's not most, no do secrets. you think she's thinking you're about to say you're gay at this point I don't know I don't know that's how I was like <laughs> warming up she might have been more okay with you being gay than eating shrimp <laughs> probably dude and I go well, I just need to tell you something that I've been doing that I, I just feel weird that you don't know, but I'm not kosher, like at all. I'm not kosher. And she, her bottom lip started to quiver. <laughs> she oh puts her God. hands down and they're shaking and she goes, I failed as a mother. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, mom, I'm not yeah. a, a telling you that I do meth. What the yeah. fuck? Like, yeah. I, I'm like, a, I'm a good kid. What do you yeah. mean I failed yeah. as a mother? And then she goes, do me a favor. I'm like, what? She goes, go back into the closet. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what? okay, fine. Wow. So now we still, we play the charade again that I don't, that I'm, I'm kosher. That's around them, Amazing. you're kosher, but yeah. any other time. I mean, not, not even that I'm kosher. I don't even talk about not being, like, I pretend like I am kosher. When I, she was like, That's go amazing. back in the closet That's is what incredible. she said. Incredible. Wow. That funny. Wow. Oh, your mom sounds great. She's, a, she's great. <laughs> she hey, sounds like a very fun you, lady. You can see her uh, hopefully on CBS next fall. What? On the Untitled Dan and Dude Project. Is that part of the show? Is that part of what you're trying to do? Is... Yeah, it's a family show. Yeah. It's like oh, my wow. family and my fiance's family. Who would you cast on the show? Oh, you, would it be them like playing themselves? Like a reality themselves? show? No, or? it's not a reality show. No, no, no. Okay. It would be a multi-cam scripted who would who would, who would you want to play your uh, mom and dad? Aziz uh, Ansari's mom and dad. They're pretty good on that. Yeah, show. They I'm were gonna, so good. I'm gonna pull in Aziz and just bring my own parents on it. <laughs> Not a bad move. Yeah. Um, a bad move. Do, want... just they should just cast his parents. <laughs> yeah, and, all, and everything. But like, we need a mom and dad. Yeah. Let's get on Aziz Ansari's parents. Oh, oh, God, Hollywood. So yeah. Um, I would want Ben Kingsley to be my dad. Oh, oh that would be great. Yes. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Uh, I hear he wants to get into comedy too. I think it'd be fucking hilarious. Oh God, it'd be amazing. It would be amazing. What about uh, for your mom? I don't know. There's like this one Persian lady who does all the fucking Persian lady roles. She can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, dude. I'm dude, I'm so happy for you. Thanks. Especially man. uh with selling your show like this and uh it's such a huge yeah. deal. Thanks. I appreciate I, it. I can't imagine how long have you been working on that show trying to make it. I was happen? working on it for like eight months. Yeah. Um Did you yeah. write a part about your goofy redheaded neighbor? No, no, didn't no, make it. In the, didn't make it in the cut, huh? No, you no didn't, goofy redhead <laughs> Not yet. No, we not are yet. looking for a chubby Jewish gay kid. What? Really, Robbie? Oh my god! <laughs> I will blow who needs to be blown. <laughs> <laughs> 
You heard it here, folks. He'll blow who needs to be blown. Listen, I don't have that self-respect thing yet that you guys are talking about. <laughs> One day I hope to, but until then. Uh, Dan, we got to wrap things up, but where can people find you in the world, and, and where should they be uh, watching things and stuff? Um, in the world, you can find me. On my, my website and is standupdan.com because mm-hmm. no one can spell a dude. So standupdan. Uh, Twitter is at standupdan. Instagram is at standupdan. Uh, and Bajillion Dollar Properties is on CISO, CISO.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can get two months free if you put in the code word bajillion. Yes. Um, and can they uh, spell bajillion if they can't spell a dude? That's <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the sad state of it. <laughs> Look it up. If you can spell it, you can get two months free. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's how they make their money. That's how they make their money. You gotta watch the show. And if you and if you live in LA, I'm at the Laugh Factory every weekend. Yeah. And I'm promoting that bigly here at the improv because the improv never puts me up so oh. go to the laugh factory we'll get you on the nighttime show you come to our show. yes i'd love to do it what's uh how how is it over there at the uh, at the factory these days is Ico still there is she coming? yes she is she is still there yeah she's still there okay good. i love the laugh factory it's like my it's yeah. my home jamie's such a sweet guy body congratulations body yeah <laughs> he's the, he's the best there was a, a show that i did that was a big giant mess uh over at uh a comedy club uh, <laughs> called uh, Flappers Comedy yes, Club. Yes. We had a big fight. I had a big fight with them about some Jewish uh, things. We'll talk about it off the air. Did you circumcise <laughs> a baby on stage? <laughs> Basically. It was just a not, not a good situation. And um, it got out there in the public eye. And people were talking about it. Really? And, uh, and Jamie Masada calls me up and he goes, Buddy, you ever want to do a Jewish show? Ever? Come to my club. I'm basically like a Jewish guy, okay? Anything you need from me. I take care of you. I love you anytime. Okay, buddy? Come over. Come to the club. Call in for spots. And I started calling in for the first time in like like six years. I started calling in and he booked me every weekend for like, I mean, for a few, for wow. about a year or two. He was booking me every every week. Wow. And then, uh, you know... Um, uh, now, I, now I got to get back. I got to get back to doing stuff. No, he's again. great. He's you, you got to get in a fight with the Laugh Factory again, or yeah. the, the Flappers. Yeah. Flappers. You got to get yeah, the Flappers exactly. again. He's great. Create a little heat. Create a little heat. Clicking. Yeah. Uh, Matt, where can people find you in the world? Uh, you can go to uh, funnymat.com, and if you email me, Matt at funnymat.com, I will tell you what it is we talked about that you didn't get to hear. Yeah, because we definitely <laughs> cut that out. Yeah, and um, <laughs> of course, Robbie. Where can they find you, Robbie? They can find me at Robbie at Robbie Carlisle, uh, L Y S L E. Um, my Facebook is Robbie Carlisle. My website is Robbie Carlisle. You can spell it wrong and it'll still come up though. Oh really? really? Yeah. You bought Robbie Carlisle Y L E. Yeah. Um, because there's an actual there's actually an actor named Robert Carlisle who's a Scottish dude who's like yes. on Battlestar Galactica. I think sure. you need a different name, bro. I'm telling you, like once you change it from your name to something else, uh, you're gonna start getting a lot more hits. Uh, how about uh, Clown Town? Clown Town? Robbie Clown Town? Clown Town. Robbie. Robbie like the a, announcer. Like a com. terrible gay porn website. Robbie. Wow. Go to Clown Town. <laughs> get your honker squawked. Well, guys, <laughs> honestly, this has been uh, one of the best and most ridiculous episodes. Really? Uh, it's it's up in my five uh, five faves. Some weird stuff <laughs> happens. A lot of we- a lot of weird things started out the gate things. started weird really did it's yeah. but you know i really give you a lot of credit robbie because we were hoping that you'd bring a little weirdness to the show you did exactly what we <laughs> wanted to do. do you ever do you ever and i adore you for it um dan thank you so much you're such a hilarious comedian if you thank ever you get a chance uh, guys to check him out uh you uh, will not be disappointed he's absolutely hilarious mm-hmm. appreciate and, it uh, and don't forget to check out bajillion dollar properties which is uh exclusive on CISO yeah. and incredibly funny i'm at steven glickman on all social media don't forget to subscribe to the nighttime show give us a rating iTunes. rate the show give us a rating rate the show. give us a rating yeah. thanks for listening guys talk to you later Bye.